Welcome to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock, who is the co-founder of Videosocials.net and of VideoInterviewPodcast.com. In every episode, Mark interviews business and organizational thought leaders who share their stories of how they inspire others by making a difference. You can find this show on Videosocials.net and YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and almost any podcast platform of your choosing. Welcome, and today I am delighted to have uh, as my guest, Madalena Ferrer. Madalena is the founder of MadalenaFerrer.com, MadMat LLC, and the co-founder and CEO of Mind Your Body. She's the co-author of the book, Beatitudes, <laughs> sorry, Christ and the Practice of Yoga. She is also a somatic and yoga therapist and educator who works with minds, bodies, and spirit. Lovely to have you today, Madalena. Thank you, Mark. Good to be here. So glad. So um, as uh, uh, as I had mentioned before, we love to kind of get a feel for, you know, what's your story? Why, why do you do what you do? And, and uh, um, you do a lot of different things, but uh, they're all, for me, definitely in the business of, of helping people and, uh, and making a difference in people's lives. But how did that come about for you? Well, I, you know, it's a, it's always a difficult question for me to answer, but I did listen to a few of your podcasts. So I had a little head heads up that you were going to ask me, I considered it. And in thinking about how to present my story, hmm. I felt like I needed to start in the now with hmm. what I do now. Okay. And then work my way backwards. <laughs> of course. So what I do now is, first of all, teach people how to be in the now. Mm. I attempt to help people find inner peace. And as much as possible, becoming present is the key to reliably um, remediating any disease or distress that, that's going on. So getting into this moment now. Mm -hmm. But how I got here is a rather winding path. Okay. So I'll share that story a little bit with you. Um, I think as I look back on it, even though it probably started long before this 13-year-old moment, I, I can point to this moment when I was 13 years old mm. that I think was the beginning of the path. Okay. So I had this rather unpredictable and up and down kind of childhood that was centered around my parents' stormy relationship mm -hmm. and then their divorce when I was about seven years old. I was the oldest child. I was an only girl and I was born under the heavy influence of Saturn, <laughs> which probably doesn't mean anything to a lot of people. But what it means is that it made me a very disciplined, responsible mm. and mature person. Okay. And so this was a really great gift and a great setup for me to become mini mommy. <laughs> and like then mini mommy to my friends and mm -hmm. eventually to my clients and the people that I work with. Um, combined with a natural intuitiveness and a empathic abilities that I have, I just seemed somehow to know how to manage things. I knew, I knew how to manage crises. I knew how to, I just knew stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 13, the ripe old age of 13, <laughs> I looked at the landscape of my life and I said to myself, there has to be a better way. 
Mm. And as soon as I can, I'm getting out of here to find it. So at 17, I left to go to New York City to go to undergraduate as a theater major. Mm. I was a singer, I was an actress, and I was going to go to Broadway. I graduated a CPA candidate. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, the winding yeah, path that I winding path. Um, I did that for about a decade, and then I just decided that this is just not for me. So I'd started meditating at some point, and I realized later that that was probably the the crystallizing uh, factor that made me change my path. I went back to grad school um, really to study the body. And then in that process, I met my first yoga teacher and I really discovered yoga and shamanism. Mm -hmm. And the business background enabled me to run my teacher's business and help her build her business. And then I just learned. I just studied. I studied with everybody I could. I learned everything I could. I started my own business in the process. Um, I just was voracious for the, for the knowledge, for the information. So I studied a lot of different things. I met a lot of really interesting people. I met my, my co-author. He asked me to write this text with him. Uh, we taught nationally, we taught internationally. It just kept kind of unfolding. And I was gaining a lot of experience. I started leading retreats. I created my own yoga teacher training program. Um, I was teaching meditation and leading meditation and yoga in corporate settings. So I had this mm -hmm. kind of wide birth of experiences and things that I could call upon that allowed me. But at each point along the way, it, it seemed every time I would just bump up against, it's time to change. Mm -hmm. It's time to change directions. It's time to change locations. It's time to change. So the only real constant was change. Mm -hmm. And this guiding insight that there has to be a better way. And so this inspired my commitment to, to always find peace in chaos. Mm. And then my tagline came to me, peace is insight and peace is insight. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So, so that's kind of the, the short version of, of the winding story that got me here to this place of, of working with people. Well, and I love the phrase, peace is in sight, which is insight. So it's insightful that pieces insight. That's awesome. I really appreciate that. Well, and you know, so you've worked a lot internationally. Uh, you've done a lot of speaking. You've done a lot of training. Um, but uh, recently, you and your partner presented in Paris at the Sorbonne uh, about the work that you're doing with um, young athletes that are afflicted with cerebral palsy. Uh, what can you tell me about that? Well. First of all, I can tell you that it was really exciting. It was really exciting to be in Paris, to be a student and a presenter at the Sorbonne was an incredible, I couldn't even, I can't even capture it with words. Um, but it was very enriching, very satisfying. We presented at this international conference that takes place at uh, top tier universities. One top tier university hosts it each year. Mm -hmm. It's called Movement Is, and the name of the conference is Brain, Body, and Cognition. 
-hmm. and we it brings professionals together from from a lot of different walks of of life related to the brain the body movement and cognition so mm -hmm. scientists come medi medical people come educators come and practitioners come so richard and i we we presented as practitioners to a, an audience of our peers and colleagues about this work that happened really because of him um, he had made some connections. We started to work together because he was a new practitioner when, when he made these connections mm -hmm. with these young children who have cerebral palsy and also um, traumatic brain injury and even some other kinds of, I'll call them differently abled people, you know, mm -hmm. people who have amputations and all kinds of things. It's really pretty incredible and humbling. Hmm. So the main component of what we were doing with these children, I, I was also bringing yoga therapy to the, to the table, but the main component was this work that I had studied a couple decades earlier called Traeger approach. Mm -hmm. And after I finished, you know, studying it and started to practice it and shared it with Richard, he became inspired to study it as well. And so he started with this young Paralympic hopeful and it grew from there. We worked with lots of kids and their families, giving them these hands-on somatic treatments that help them to feel and sense their body in new ways. So they lose connection with their body. Obviously paralysis is a neurological mm -hmm. condition and they lose the connection, but through touch and movement and verbal interaction, we're able to help them reconnect with their bodies. Wow. Super exciting. Very. Super meaningful. And if you think about how difficult it is for these families, you know, CP generally is a, an in utero, it's like an in utero stroke that happens for a, for a fetus, right? Okay. A lot of times people don't even know the baby comes out, they carry on and suddenly the parents start to realize that developmentally they're not you know, they're not coming along at the rate that's expected. So you have what you think is a perfectly healthy baby and find out later that they have some major issues that you have to deal with. And, you know, the whole gamut from mild to very extreme. And sometimes these are traumatic brain injuries that happen after birth. Hmm. where like an injury happens and the brain is affected, you know, I had one, mm -hmm. one child we worked with who was literally like an adult fell on this baby and crushed the skull of this child. It's oh, wow. so think about the families and the trauma that they're dealing with and to be able to give them relaxation and ease and even to help them increase their range of motion as an athlete, that's incredible and to help it reduce their injury rates. Mm. So to be a Paralympic athlete, you have to train really hard. Yeah. And the training itself can be, you know, can, can actually be wearing on the body. Yeah, cause injury, et cetera, yeah. Exactly, so we, we help them to reduce their injury occurrence and we help them to recuperate quicker when they do get injured. So this, 
altogether helps them to train better, to train smarter. And for the conference, I wrote a position paper where we, I documented some of the principles that we work with and what we believe is happening neurologically in, in doing this work with these children. So um, basically it's helping guide them to reestablish or establish connections with their bodies, relationships with their bodies and tune in what they're tone, tune in to what they're feeling mm -hmm. and to feel and to refine their ability to feel and then to trust what they feel. So it's a, it's an ongoing process of improving the communication between the body and the mind. And I believe, Mark, I really believe this very mm. strongly, that what we're doing in the somatic community worldwide is so fundamental and vital and timely for the creation of this new healthcare, where people are empowered to create their own healing from inside. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time for people to know that this is a possibility and that they have more choices to participate in their own state of health and well-being. So we can transform pain. Mm. We can eliminate pain, pain from trauma, pain from injury, mental pain, physical pain, emotional pain. To the nervous system, it's, it's all the same. Right. We have the ability within ourselves to make change to that. Well, it's just fascinating, um, and and what a difference! I mean, one of the things that came up for me as you're talking about these these uh, these children who are who are athletes with with CP, et cetera, um, you know, allowing them or giving them the ability to lead a more fulfilling life, um, as you said, just providing some peace because uh, you know I've I've been a caregiver. I know many caregivers. Um, uh, in, in, in various uh, arenas, um, mostly having to do with elderly, but um, it, it's uh, uh, with a child, it's all consuming, you know, for the, for, for the family. And it's like, it, it, it basically runs your life uh, or it can run your life. And, and so the ability, the ability for you to, to make a difference in that arena and, 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 and um, um, again to provide some level of peace and some level of of, of uh, function increasing functionality and and fulfillment for everybody involved i think is is uh is amazing work uh, that you're doing and we could go on you know for the rest of the podcast just about that but you also co-authored a text that was published in 2006 i believe called uh, beatitudes christ in the practice of yoga um a sacred log on land and sea. So how did this come together? And what was, what was your intention with that? Well, when, <laughs> when I was asked, my partner approached me and asked me if I would be willing to co-author this text with him. He was invited to write this text, Beatitudes, mm -hmm. Christ in mm -hmm. the Practice of Yoga. Now the Beatitudes, which, I mean, I was raised Catholic and I was like, oh, that sounds familiar, <laughs> but I wasn't a hundred percent sure what it was. Right. So these were the teachings that Jesus offered at the Sermon on the Mount. And they're right. like, uh, blessed are the peacemakers. They will be called children of God, that whole series of teachings. Mm -hmm. And so what our focus was, was to 
pr provide some theory and some practices. Father Anthony Randazzo, who is just a wonderful human being, and he became a, a, a spirit brother to me in the process of this writing. He, we wanted to um, teach some theory and some practices that showed the overlap, basically, between Jesus's teachings and the practices of yoga. So he provided the theology and I provided the yoga. And we wanted to empower Christians and lovers of Christ to a body-centered practice of spirituality. Hmm. And then, you know, his real interest also to introduce practitioners of yoga to Jesus's teachings. Now, I was raised Catholic and I didn't really truly understand because, you know, I was kind of just raised by the doctrine and um, but when he introduced me to the historical Jesus, the actual real human that lived, it really opened my eyes to this. It made me believe more strongly in Jesus the yogi. Mm. This is a yogic path, this path of unconditional love, a radical path, even for today's standards. So right. how we could interlace the physical body practices of yoga with the spirituality was the, the mission and purpose of this book. Awesome. Well, I did want to take a moment because it, it, it may seem like it's disconnected, but it's actually not. You know, the sponsor, we're, we're self-sponsored in this. And, and uh, one of our primary services as a marketing company is called Video Socials. It's videosocials.net. And um, I have met so many phenomenal people um, similar to yourself, although I, I don't believe that you've you've been to video socials, but yourself, but uh, I've met so many uh, phenomenal people that I I started the inspiring business podcast, based on the fact that I was so inspired by so many of so many of our members. Um, and, and what it's about is, is that being on camera and and creating content and educating uh, the, the public and educating prospects for our businesses, etc providing information, providing uh, knowledge uh, via video is, is, is not natural, right? It's, uh, and, and it requires uh, a word that, that you just touched on, which is empowerment. And so our goal in setting up video socials was to realize that not to try to do it in a vacuum, you know, sitting in your office, speaking to this inanimate object called a camera. And, um, when what you're really trying to do is to empower and inspire others by what it is that you're teaching and training to make their lives better. And in doing so, uh, that's just done a whole lot more effectively by doing it with a group of others, right? So we get together five to eight people at a time and we take turns recording our two or three minute uh, marketing videos, which are of course in the realm of of being educational and informational and being valuable to, 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 to the market, not infomercials, uh, as it were. Uh, and um, it's really taken off and, it, and, and it's, it's turned out to be my life's work because of the difference that it makes, the empowerment that it gives and the transformation that happens for people that are involved in it. Um, and again, this, because, there is a spiritual aspect to us. There is, you know, we have, we're mental beings, we're physical beings, we're emotional beings, and we're spiritual beings. And all of that comes to play in how we are, how our presence is when we're on camera. 
And this is why you can see when somebody's reading you a script or somebody is is just telling you what they want to tell you for the, for their own purposes rather than actually trying to make a difference. So I created it. My personal mission in life is that I make a difference for those who make a difference in the world. Mm. And I'm really not interested. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, I go out and make a million dollars. Okay, great. You know, wonderful for you. But how are you helping others? You know, uh, um, and, mm. and so the, the you know, the, the foundation of it was the basis of thinking, allowing people to come out of their shells a little bit and allowing people to, to, um, to face that camera anxiety uh, uh, that comes up and doing so in, ex in an experiential program that gives them the ability to practice and, uh, and get feedback from others that are doing exactly the same thing that they're doing, which is trying to create content that is them, that's authentically them, it's authentically their knowledge, their, exper their expertise, and giving it in a way that makes a difference for their audience. Whether that audience ultimately becomes a client or not, or or our customer or not, um, um, it creates a library of content, frankly, that carries on for as long as you know YouTube and websites will exist, as well as as well as uh, um, I mean I've I, we've we've got a client that I've worked with for years on the blogging side, which is PhoneBlogger.net, um, that is trilingual um, and uh, has tens of thousands of people um, that have been to their website, seen their videos, read their blog posts, et cetera, et cetera, from all over the world. Um, she happens to be a mediator in New York City, so she can't work with everybody all over the world. But, you know, it, it, uh, what she has to say, what she has to teach, uh, what she what she presents uh, has made a difference for, again, tens of thousands of people just by doing simple things like creating videos and writing blog posts. So, so I, you know, so it's, 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 it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, there is no cost or obligation to come as a guest. Just go to videosocials.net and click on the guest tab. We'd love to meet you. And, and uh, you don't have to present your first time there if you don't want to, but we encourage you to give it a try because um, all of, all of our members are their own uh, authors, their own, you know, they're the creators of the content, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're just a facilitator uh, to help them bring bring that information to light. But that sounds um, incredible. <laughs> I'm actually very interested. <laughs> well, we'd love we'd love to have you as a guest, Natalie. So, so again, it's videosocials.net, and just click on the the guest tab at the at the at, at the top, and and uh, and and, and uh, RSVP as a guest, and 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 come on in. Do you then just uh, show up live, like you're? Yeah, you just show 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 up for show up for the meeting show up for the meeting that you're that you're. Um, uh, that you're scheduled for. We have, you know, six or seven different sessions a, a week. And so just pick a time that works for you and, and, uh, uh, and RSVP and, and happy to have you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. So, um, and uh, thank you. And I, that took a little bit longer than I wanted, but I, I wanted people to realize that it's not, it's not a service just for the purposes of making money. You know, it's, it's a, it's a service for those that are trying to make a difference in the world and do well in the process. Hmm. Right. You know, so, I mean, even with a background in theater arts, as mm -hmm. I have, like getting in front of a camera is nerve wracking. Yeah. Admittedly. Yeah. So I've done it. I've done it uh, 
700 times so far, and uh, and it still it brings up a little bit of nerve sometimes. Really has to do with um, being present. I, I guess for for me is is it's being present and and I get to be present with the audience in the room, not to an inanimate, inanimate object where I'm having to imagine someone that is receiving this information later. So it's 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 really um, and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful community. Anyway, so <laughs> I'll, I'll be checking you out. Well, I, we, I, we 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 would be happy to have you. So, um, but back to you. Uh, and that is that you're a certified uh, yoga therapist and registered somatic therapist and educator. And somatics, I think, is some a buzzword that's been you know passed around quite a bit recently. But um, what does that mean for you, and, and how does it show up in in your work with one on one with clients? Mm. So you know, it's kind of funny because uh, more recently, I get calls and and emails looking for somatic breathing from people, you know, I want to do somatic breathing. And, and I just wonder, like, what, what do they think that that actually is? Hmm. And in truth, the word soma just means body. And it, it, what I boil it down to is, you know, we're talking about the mind body connection, which has been around forever, right? Right. Yoga has is the preeminent mm -hmm. somatic practice. Um, but it's not that long ago that people didn't really understand that the body had a place in addressing mental and emotional health mm. and that the mind had a place in creating health in the body, right. <laughs> dis-ease right. or, or distress, right? But over these past 30 to 40 years, I guess since the 70s really, um, there's been tremendous growth in the fields of somatics and neuroplasticity mm. and more and more all the time, which is wonderful, which is, you know, things like this conference where people are coming together from different fields that are really all addressing the same thing and understanding each other's perspective. And, you know, we have well-known psychologists now, social workers, psychiatrists that are getting involved and getting on board with this idea that the body has to be involved. You know, if you're, if right. you're going to talk therapy, which I have many years of, of having done, when I did it while I was doing yoga, that's when it really became effective. Mm. So it was remarkable, like, oh, my body needs to also be part of this. We hold in the body all the history. Yep. So now when we involve the body in the, quote, therapy, it, we get to release instead of revisiting and repeating and telling the story over and over again, we actually get to release it. Um, so, you know, as, as we've said already a couple times in this conversation, it's about being in the present moment. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to being present. What am I feeling in my body? People need help learning how to feel that to experience that, to know that, to trust it, to become aware. So there's the practice part, but then there's the education part. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think of the education part, not only as, you know, what I'm saying to the client, but they're repatterning in their nervous system, in their brain. Mm -hmm. They're learning a new way neurologically 
as well. Right. So it's a gradual process of becoming more masterful of yourself, over yourself, taking a pause, taking a breath. And I know you talked a lot about taking that pause and taking that breath with my friend Chara. Mm. And she's masterful <laughs> at that, leading that kind of a practice. But there's a kind of a, a magical thing that happens when we do that, where we start to change our life experience. Mm. So what we do in the moment gives us access to this moment, but then things start to change that change the bigger landscape of, of our life, of how we think, of what we're radiating, how people feel about us, how they experience mm -hmm. us. So this is, you know, I use, I use touch, I use movement, I use words, I use breath. I offer people active ways to learn how to be passive and passive, relaxed ways to learn how to be active. Right. And this is the key. And I, and I feel for, for somatic practitioners, ultimately the real key is the development of yourself. Each of us has to keep developing ourselves, keep practicing all the, all the skills of becoming present, becoming aware and being a better person. And that, that changes the world. And really, um, one of the words that we haven't focused on all that much, but you've mentioned several times now that um, I think really, for me, no matter what it is that you're trying to accomplish in life or business or anything else, um, it's the willingness to practice, right? And um, we, we, ten we tend to, I, I, you know, the lawyer goes to law school and they come out of law school and, 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 and you know, the pinnacle of, of, uh, of uh, after having graduated and getting experience is to, is to have their own practice. There's a reason that they call it a practice. <laughs> it's because you're learning as you're doing, and you never stop learning. Right. right? right. And you, uh, and and I think that 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 it's a ubiquitous um, concept that carries through for everything. It's it's um, life is not something that you get to. It's something that you live and experience and practice. Right. So. Uh, businesses aren't something that, you know, oh, I'm going to get to this point. I'm going to get X number of clients. I'm going to make X amount of money, et cetera, et cetera. Not without practice. Mm. Yeah. Um, and by the way, even once you arrive there, it's going to be very unfulfilling if you don't continue to practice. And uh, right. So, you know, if, if you're trying to make a difference in the world, you need to practice making a difference in the world. If you're trying to create videos, you need to practice creating videos. If you if you're if you're trying to um, heal yourself, then you need to be in the practice of being present and being aware and 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 learning what is required physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually to be able to support you in um, uh, in dealing with whatever it is that you're dealing with, rather than um, masking it, mm. uh, hiding from it, compartmentalizing it, mm -hmm. um, et cetera. Because, I mean, you know, whether it be cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, uh, it, you know, all of these things are, are designed to take us out of presence. Right. And, you know, Mark, the, the thing that I think people 
need to also be introduced to is the idea that pra- the practice can be fun. Like I think mm, if it's absolutely. fun, you'll want to do it. Yes. Yes. If it's, you know, just rigorous and, and sort of painful, of course you're going to avoid it. <laughs> but like what you're doing with, with your your business video socials, like that sounds like a fun thing. Now I'm engaging with other people and you're taking away the fear. Yes. Isn't that what we're, what we're all doing in the, in the healing professions, right? We want to take away that. We are replacing, and and thank you for bringing that up because we are replacing fear with fun. (laughs) I like that. That is exactly what we're doing. I've never even really thought of it in that light, but we, you know, we kind of have an opening statement that we everybody read and a closing statement and fun is part of both of, uh, is part of both of those, hmm. you know, why come, why do it? If you're not, if you're not going to enjoy it, you're not going to have fun and fun happens in interacting with others, having conversations with others by, by having um, uh, the feedback and support and encouragement of others rather, rather than it, you know, all being on us to try to generate all of this when we sit down in front of a camera as an example, but it's the, it's the same for almost anything in life. And, and I would encourage, you know, after having this conversation with you, we didn't know each other before uh, we started recording. And I really feel like I'm, I'm, I'm getting a sense of who you are and what you do. And, and for me, it's like, realize that you need a guide. You need somebody to 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 be there to see what you can't see and to show you sides of yourself that you may not be willing to see or have known even exists mm. and to do it in such a way that supports and encourages and, 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 and engages you um, and hopefully have fun. Right. Um, right. You know, it's it's a, if you've never been to yoga before. That first time may not seem like a whole lot of fun, but it doesn't take long. I've practiced yoga a bit myself. It doesn't take long before it can be fun, especially mm-hmm. when you're when you realize that we do have limitations, and you and you don't just go off and start doing the you know the the high level very difficult moves you know from day one. Those those are things that that you work up to, but it becomes fun then to 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 want to get to the next level as as an example. So. And, and keep in mind that yoga really is not a pose; it's a right. state of mind. It's a state of mind. Absolutely. State of mind. So, Absolutely. you know, how you do whatever you do <laughs> is really what you have control over. <laughs> well, Madalena, it's been delightful. I mean, we could go on all day, but uh, um, I, I'm so glad that uh, that you came on. I think what you're doing is is fascinating and interesting and and uh, um, uh, and clearly makes a difference for those that, that you work with, those that you teach, uh, those that you support. Um, and thank you for who you be. Oh, thank you, Mark. So wonderful to meet you. Thank you for this opportunity. You're very welcome. It's wonderful to meet you as well. Stay tuned, folks. You've been listening to Inspiring Business with your host, Mark Bullock. Your positive comments, likes, and most importantly, your sharing of this show with others is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe to the Inspiring Business Podcast on whatever platform you prefer. You can catch prior episodes on videosocials.net and on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all the major podcast 